0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, June 1st, 2020. I'm Rich Strappolino. Samsung launched the Access Phone Subscription Program in the U.S., program bundles in a new galaxy s20 s20 plus or s20 ultra device with samsung premium care one terabyte of OneDrive cloud storage and a microsoft 365 personal subscription users can upgrade devices after nine months for free or earlier for a one-time $100 fee with a $100 fee for canceling access within the first three months access pricing varies by device $37 a month for the galaxy s20 $42 per month for the galaxy s20 plus or $48 per month for the s20 ultra Chief Technology Officer for the United States Michael Kratzios announced the U.S. will join the rest of the G7 in the Global Partnership on AI, which studies and provides recommendations on responsible AI development to companies and governments. The U.S. will outline its involvement with the organization at a meeting of g 7 science ministers on June 4th. According to Kratzios, the group will establish shared democratic principles as a counter to China's attempt to, quote, shape international standards on facial recognition and surveillance. Zynga announced it agreed to buy the Turkish mobile game maker Peak in a deal worth $1.8 billion. The deal will provide Zynga with the popular puzzle games Toon Blast and Toyblast and estimated to grow Zynga's daily active users by 60%, largely through its expanded international audience. Zynga previously bought Peak's mobile card game studio in 2017 for $100 million. India's Department for Promotion of Industry and International Trade rejected Flipkart's proposed plan to enter the country's food retail business, citing failures to meet regulatory guidelines. According to sources speaking to TechCrunch, the department did not provide specific regulatory failings. Flipkart said it intends to reapply and previously announced plans to invest $258 million in its food retail business. Business Insider obtained a memo from Magic Leap co-founder and CEO Tony Abovitz to employees saying that he will step down and the company is actively recruiting candidates to replace him as CEO. The memo also mentions a new funding round previously reported. The Financial Times reports the tracking app maker Tile has sent a letter to Europe's competition commissioner asking for an investigation into Apple. Tile complained that Apple made tracking default off for tracking apps but leaves it on for Apple's own Find My app. Tile also complained about the App Store placement and Apple stopping selling the Tile tags in Apple stores. Apple denies allegations of uncompetitive behavior. Tile has filed similar complaints in the U.S. According to an email seen by The Verge, Alphabet's Waymo plans to resume some autonomous vehicle service in the Bay Area as of June 8th. Waymo paused on-road service in mid-March when shelter-in-place orders banned all non-essential travel. Service will resume by providing deliveries for two local nonprofits, Lighthouse for the Blind and Visually Impaired, and Draw Together. Uber has added hourly bookings in 12 U.S. cities that lets you hire a driver for $50 an hour for up to 7 hours. Hourly bookings cannot be used for airport trips or outside of the city service area. Hourly bookings were already available from Uber in Australia, Africa, Europe, and the Middle East. Microsoft confirmed it's laying off journalists and editorial workers at its Microsoft News and MSN organizations across the U.S. and U.K., many of whom were contracted to work on story selection for the outlets. Microsoft says the layoffs were not a result of business pressure from the pandemic, and The Guardian reports that U.K. layoffs were a result of Microsoft's shift to stop employing humans to curate articles on its homepage, relying instead on AI systems. Apple paid a $100,000 bug bounty to security researcher Bavuk Jane after disclosing a serious bug with sign-in with Apple. The sign-in service allows users to hide their emails from third parties, which creates a JSON web token that includes a user-specific Apple email ID for that service. Jane found that he could request these web tokens for any Apple email ID, which would then allow an attacker to forge a web token by linking an email ID to it and gaining access to the victim's account. Jane says Apple patched the vulnerability and found no evidence that the bug was exploited in the wild. In a statement to 9to5Mac, Apple acknowledged that it closed a number of Apple stores across the U.S. on May 31st and June 1st as a result of ongoing protests across the U.S. In a memo to employees, Apple CEO Tim Cook committed to donating to the Equal Justice Initiative and other nonprofits and will match all employee nonprofit donations on a two-to-one basis for the month of June. And finally, Google announced it was delaying the launch of Android 11 Beta 1 release, saying now is not the time to celebrate in light of ongoing nationwide protests in the U.S. No word on when the launch will be rescheduled, but Google says the final release is still scheduled for Q3 2020. Remember, you can find show notes and links to all headlines from today at DailyTechNewsShow.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.